All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this live edition show coming from my office. Uh, we got a big show. We're going to talk about the Corona stuff, of course. Everybody's concerned about what's going on, what's really going on. Where's the three days of darkness? Because we all were expecting this to happen. Haven't seen anything yet. Then we're going to talk about the Bill Gates stuff, him pushing his vaccines and wanting to microchip the population. Up next on Talk is Cheap. Welcome to Talk is Cheap, where cheap is talk, and talk is cheap, ladies and gentlemen. Dan Holfeld here in the house from my office. I did the quick thing once before, but now we're going to do the whole shabam. Over from down under in his bunker, we got Pete over there as well. Hello, hello, planet Earth and beyond. Pete Hobleib coming at you here. Yeah, uh, still working through some technical difficulties as we uh, do the Skype thing, uh, stupid virus. But uh, here we are, and welcome, everyone. Yeah, it's always uh, interesting with technology. I mean, I had to, <laughs> did a lot of stuff to get this set up like this, and I think I'm going to enjoy it a lot better. I just sent a picture to Pete. I've got like six different windows up here, and then I got my iPad, so it's pretty cool stuff. But uh, a lot to talk about, so I think we kind of want to jump right into it here and get going. So how is this coronavirus affecting you, Pete? I mean, is you're still going to work at all? or? Yeah, well, no, they got me working from home. Luck luckily, I'm one of those folks that uh, can actually work from home. And it's, it's amazing how much and how little you can get done working from home. But, yeah, you know, I don't hardly get out of the house. Well, I get out of the house. I don't leave the property all that much. But uh, kind of sucks, man. You know, everybody's afraid, and and uh, you know we we don't have that many cases. I think the whole county's got one case in it that I live in. So we're uh, we're pretty rural out out here. But uh, I'm getting by. You know, staying fed, I guess. Thankful that the power's on. Cocainum. Uh, <laughs> not none of that. But you know, hey, you never know. Somebody could show up. Who knows? Power's always good. Uh yeah, my life really hasn't changed too much. Um. I guess I'm getting paid more because of the hazard pay. I still have to go to work. I guess my job's considered essential, so I can't argue with that, but... Yeah, it's essential to pay the bills, right? Well, that's the other thing, too. They, they send out this $1,200 check thinking that it's going to get people by. They should have sent that one out and got working on the next one immediately. They do so much pussyfooting around, but mm -hmm. uh, side issue. So... Uh, let's think about these thoughts. So how do you feel with this do you think this is hyped up a lot just to scare the public well you know i think that there's a, a a ton of fear going on it's it's crazy how afraid some people are that that they just think it's everywhere now i get that there's uh it's it's like more contagious you can spread it uh, without symptoms um and if you have a pre-existing condition like age diabetes or you know respiratory issues already heart issues you're going you're you have a stand a much greater chance to die that said i don't think this necessarily rose to you know government edicts and shutting everything down i think that uh we could have taken some other more reasonable steps not to cripple uh the, the whole country 
and that I, we're going to be recovering from this for decades, man. This and and all that's going to happen with this is the rich are going to get richer and the poor are going to get poorer at the end of all of this. And in between, there's going to be a bunch of people that are dead. It's terrible, um, but I do feel that uh, it's a little um, might be a little overblown, a little bit for what happened. I got on screen here a graphic of some of these pandemics that have been happening. And right now we're sitting at about, as I checked the numbers today, 192K deaths. If you believe that, because we know they have been exaggerated uh, quite a bit, and they're saying if somebody has just dies of it, but that, you know, there's another underlying cause, but they're just going to categorize it as COVID to get that number up. But right now the official number is 192,000. That puts it just in front of yellow fever. Uh, which was in the late 1800s, that claimed between 18 and 150,000. But this graph here is a great breakdown because, you know, you got AIDS, 25 to 35 million, Asian flu, 1.1 million. It gives you a good perspective. We can zoom out a little farther here and we can actually see like the oh, Spanish wow. flu has been talked about. Now, the Spanish flu happened in 1918 and that killed 40 to 50 million. So what we're talking about here is kind of, it's really minute. And especially with the exaggeration going on, um, they got to hype this stuff up and make it a bigger deal than it really is because that's their job. Uh, Dr. Fuchi, however you say his name, it's not coming off my tongue right now, and Burks and all that, they're all part of the deep state here trying to push this agenda under Bill Gates. They all worked with Bill Gates and uh, they're doing their job. And that's to push the whole vaccine thing. And that's what's really pissing me off about it is Bill Gates has done this stuff and he's talked about it. And now he's, he's finally got the thing to push it through with. Right. He's got He's got he finally got some fire lit. Uh, you know, Dan, one thing that amazes me is that uh, is that how willing people are to demand that we get like, you know, corralled and restricted like instantly and and. If you're if you're saying if you're one of these people that say, hey, you know, I think we've overreacted, uh, maybe maybe it this was too much and we should we shouldn't have all these restrictions. Um, you're in the minority, man. The, the 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 majority of people just say, yes, please take my freedoms, take my rights and tell me tell me I can't go places and tell other people they can't. You know, it's 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 scary. It's almost like a test run. Right. For something bigger, potentially. Yeah. And then they're saying, oh, it could come back again this winter and be a lot worse and they're trying to keep pushing that and pushing that i think they're actually a little upset it wasn't worse than what it was they were yeah, really that, expecting the, something to be bad they're scrambling to make this uh you know something huge because i think in in hindsight well what they're going to do is if, if they can't get the numbers up they're going to tout what a great success all this was so next time something like this happens we're going to be like good little sheep and just let you know go back into our pens when we're told um but uh, yeah, you're right, Dan. It's I, I don't see the 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 numbers there to support the reaction that the global, whole world has taken, for that matter. And that I guess goes to show how how deep the the deep states got their fingers in the globe. It's crazy. So uh, the Q stuff now. I I put a video out, and you were actually with and helped me produce it, but your audio wasn't working that day. So yeah, I apologize I for that. Yeah, it happens. Shit happens, right? Yep. Yep. It can happen. So uh, the three days of darkness didn't happen. Now, when I'm looking at this, I don't think it's going to happen anymore. Um, you know, David Wilcock was told that this was going to happen by some high-level people. 
And I'm starting to wonder if he is being used and they're telling him to say something just to like discredit the whole movement, either discredit or just to try to get people to wake up and listen or something. But it's hard because, you know, now I want to be careful about what information I put out to the public because with stuff not happening, it's like, all right, I'll look at Q stuff, but I'm not going to get into the Q thing anymore if stuff's not going to be delivered. But Q has mentioned um, that, you know, some patriots should be careful about putting dates out there and stuff. But yep, it is what it is. It's just... Well, you know, Q's been like that. It's been cyclical, and dates or predictions have come and passed and not happened, and then come to find out three years later, two years later, all of a sudden it's like, whoa, you know. And so I always caution whenever you're following Q and, and, and this, you know, don't get hung up on the dates because you get pinned, by, pinned down by a date and something happens. You know, if they're using look, looking glasses, Dano, and they've got people in, in – different aspects of government and, and probably moles and all this stuff. I mean, there's this power struggle going on. There's like a, a war behind the scenes here. So to get really hung up on a date is can can be disappointing, and, and you've expressed that. Uh, creative goddess in the chat here. I want to bring it up on screen. Okay. She says, uh, I heard three days of darkness could still happen. It's based on shutting down the dark web pedo stuff. So three days is internet going on. I thought the internet, I was out in the studio, um, setting up, like testing all, I just updated my op OS operating system on my Mac. So I had to get everything installed, make sure it was all working, get all the sound stuff set up. So I was out there messing with that. And I was, the internet was just like dog shit. So I was like, oh, it's really going down. <laughs> I thought it was, <laughs> I was celebrating for the internet being off. Then I come inside and it's working fine. So there must have been some issue out there in the studio wasn't working. But Well, you know, I've heard people complain that the internet, uh, their internet service has been kind of shaky lately. So, you know, maybe it's starting with some tremors and then it's going to just roll out. Who knows? I, I'll welcome it. I'll tell you what, if the internet goes down and like, you know, satellite television goes down I will, if it goes off for more than even eight or 10 hours, I will be like cracking a cold one and and celebrating and say, here we are, let's do this. For sure. Uh, that's about what I was ready to do that one day. I was like, oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, well, just hold on. Yeah. Make sure it's the real deal. You don't want to, you know, celebrate too soon. Right. I was like, it's all happening. <laughs> but, but so much for that. Uh, another conspiracy that we should talk about too. There's two of these because one was, uh, the gold fringe around the flag. There's been mm -hmm. cases of Trump being in front of a flag that doesn't have it. And then he'll, so I, I at once you think, okay, now from here on out, it's not going to be that way. But then there's other ones of him being around gold again there. And then also with the presidential seal, he's been giving these press briefings in the press room. And sometimes they'll have the podium without the presidential seal. And then sometimes they'll just say White House on it. So I thought like a lot of people think, oh, now the seal's gone and it's always going to be White House. But no, I've seen it shift back to the presidential seal. So I think myself that's being uh, blown out like there's nothing really there from from my perspective. I could be wrong. Yeah, but yeah, could be just coincidence at times. But yeah, we'll see. Right. But I thought it was worth mentioning. Now, when we talk about the Q stuff again here. One of the things with the three days of darkness that they're talking about was releasing, you know, having people watch these videos to wake people up. And what Q put out this other week was this uh, out of shadows video 
bring it up on screen here. And right now it's sitting at 10 million views as of April 10th. Well, April 10th it was released and today's the 24th. So, Two weeks. Yeah, good couple weeks there. 10 million views. This goes through all of it. Like with the whole pedophilia stuff, the whole shabam. You watched it, Pete. What did you think of it? Oh, Dan, I sent you. I was sending you messages like as I was watching it. Um, it, and all I have to say is if, if, and I, if this is true, and it's they certainly made some really compelling points in it. I mean, we have got a serious problem on our hands, and it is it's insane. Um, uh, we've got some work cut out for us, but I felt, um. It's like somebody tell me where they're wrong, and and then I'll make, I'll listen a little bit closer. But I got sick to my stomach toward the end of it. I was literally had goosebumps uh, at the end of it. I was uh, it was it was upsetting. Just when you think of the scope of it and just the how widespread this and deep this goes, it's just exactly. it's upsetting. So. Got to keep fighting the good fight. And But I think that this, you know, if we're not going to have the three days of darkness, this was probably part of the video release because when we look at the time scale, April 10th, and oh, how things were supposed to be shut down, you look at when the channel was created. I'll see if I can grab that quick. So it was a new channel. I didn't realize it was a new channel that was created just uh, to launch the video. Yeah, they got a crazy amount of subscribers right away too with it. Yeah, so here's the... Oh, I, did. I forgot I didn't subscribe. I was so... The creation date. Joined April 7th, 2020. So it was like literally just made, put out there. Three days later, it was released. So I kind of think that this is part of the White Hat operation to inform the public. It was a very good way to do it. And it's very nicely put together. The production quality is good. Um, like I said uh, as well, I've, I, somebody tell me where they're wrong in the video and what's what they're misstating. And I'll listen, but it was pretty compelling. And it's, yeah, I was going to talk about some of the other speculate. Like, we got to be careful what we listen to with, um, you know, a lot of people say this stuff's going down. I, there's this other channel I probably shouldn't mention, but I, I'll just say the name X22 Report. He has some good information, but like one day he'll say this is happening. The next day he'll say something completely different. And it's like, oh, did you forget your video you made? It, it turns into a... Um, they have to do it because they have to make money because that's what they put out like three videos a day. When I shoot a video, I just want to make get information. That's why I don't do one like all the time. I mean, if I have to do information, I'll put it out, but I'm not going to do all this hype stuff that everybody's doing. That's a very dangerous thing to cross, and a lot of channels had to do that. And speaking of which, back on the, the Shadow movie, I'm surprised it hasn't gotten pulled off YouTube yet. Yeah, it's amazing that it's still out there. But maybe YouTube is opened up too. I, you know, I thought I, I felt that some of the the filtering for conspiracy stuff has been relaxed on YouTube. Have you gotten that impression, Dan? Uh I want to say yes and no, but I just saw a video from the the CEO Wachowski that uh, she was, if if you put a video out and you're not agreeing with the who, she's gonna take it off YouTube. So it's like, oh <laughs> god, the we'll who see. is uh, as corrupt as they come and and. Well, that's the thing. It's like part of, part of the whole deal. It's you, crazy. You can't be fake news or whatever, but CNN puts out a bunch of fake news. They get priority, all this crap. I'm just ready for it all to end. Well, and out, out of the Shadows video ex explains and talks about how intertwined the politics, the military, and entertainment are down in the new Hollywood, the news stations. It's it's insane. Yes. So, and, and that's right. They, they don't like other people 
telling the truth and forming our ideas because that's their job. They're the ones that are supposed to manipulate us and they don't like it when somebody else comes in and, and manipulates us towards truth. So I got so, an article on screen here. I wanted to show this. This is actually from uh, June of 2018. Army is spending half a billion to train soldiers to fight underground. And now when you start putting puzzle pieces together on this, you start to think about the whole thing with these underground bases getting cleared out. And if they were been training these guys for quite a while, now you could easily say that this is subway. This has large scale uh, subterranean facilities that exist beneath dense urban areas around the world. Sewers and subways are on there. And then they got a graphic here of, you know, all their operations that they plan to do with it. Uh, putting that together, thinking back now about these tents in New York. I'll put this graphic on screen here. This is kind of what they're just like, almost like inflatable, easily set them up in the uh, uh, Central Park there in New York. And let me get a shot of these here. And a lot of people, when you think about this pandemic and not many people, like there's been many videos of people going out and shooting their uh, local hospital. And allowed to be, the, the, the doctors had nothing to do. So anytime she had a problem, there was like three of them in there at a, at a drop of a hat. So when you think about the tent cities, you know, we're talking about New York and obviously people have filmed in New York, not those hospitals, not much going on there. Mm -hmm. Is this being used for the, 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 the speculation is that these the children are being saved from the underground facilities in New York there? Well, that's certainly been a popular uh, theory behind what's going on, right? I mean. So this, I want to mention a name here. Um, that's why people got to get down there and take pictures of these tents. Yep. Yeah, this, I get some people going in and out. There's this Timothy Charles Holmseth. I don't want to put too much backing on this guy and what he says because he hasn't really shown any proof. He says he's part of the Pentagon Pedophile Task Force. I searched for that. I couldn't find anything on it. So that's kind of a red flag there. But he says these children are being saved and also, you know, having to do with the mercy and the comfort ships there off the port. But this right here, he says this ECMO, I guess it's extra corporal membrane oxygenation. They, that's meant to be used instead of a, a uh, ventilator. They use that. But that's supposed to be more for a baby's body. Hmm. Yeah, there, there's been was pictures of like incubating incubator type machines and stuff uh, on those ships getting offloaded and, and getting set up. And I guess a lot of these children haven't seen the light of day. Think about it. Never. Like we're talking generations later, these children haven't seen the light of day. So they're coming up like they don't like the sunlight's bad for them. Yeah, I can't even imagine, Dan, what it'd be like. And then when you look at the child protective services, like those numbers are pretty big with taking kids, how many kids go missing a year, 
it's just something to think about. Like I said, I tried to look up this Pentagon p pedophile task force, couldn't find anything on it. So we got to be careful with that information. Again, somebody in New York should walk down to those tents, get a picture, see if they're, you know, get a, get a camera with a big zoom lens. And so when the tents open, zoom in there, see if you can see if it's a kid yeah. or a, you know, a older person. But I mean, that's what it takes. We need to have our citizen journalism. There's also been um, video showing of these fires and these sewers. There was one video that was saying it was part of the clearing out of these underground facilities. But when you look at the time scale, that that was actually I found it was an older video from years before. And who's to say? I hate to be so skeptical, folks, but you have to be that somebody couldn't like put lighter fluid on the road or something. Then it gets down the drain and hits some garbage and it starts a fire down there. You know, this you got to think of possibilities like that. Yeah, I mean, there's certainly ways to make it appear that it's a sewers on fire. Coming from the UFO and, and Sasquatch background, there's plenty of ways to make certain things look like others, you know. So I got a clip here of a I got two clips that are combined into one the first one will be a friend of her mom which is a nurse she says that the whole children thing in Central Park is true and that's where she's working and there's next one is a guy's friend's girlfriend is a nurse who knows another nurse at Central Park so again we're talking you know down the line here of word of mouth but let's just take take a listen to this and we'll see what people think yeah so um so it's a friend of my mom's she's a nurse she's 69 years old she volunteered through good samaritan and they sent her from north carolina up to new york city so apparently um she is working in a mash type unit in central park and I don't know what all the details of what she told my mom. I don't know if it's more than what I've already told you, but she just said the thing with the kids, it's real. And I have to tell you, it's horrible. So horrible. And she said to please everybody be praying for those children and for the medical people that are taking care of all this so but it's in central park as far as i know and these tunnels from the maps dude i know somebody personally whose girlfriend is a nurse and knows other nurses and she's in contact with one of the nurses at central park and they say they're just rescuing kids that are severely screwed up like they're sex slaves from birth kind of situation some of them are deformed um but she's 100% sure that she trusts her friend and I know her personally so it's not like fourth-hand information it is second-hand but she says the rescue operation has begun and that's maybe probably what the ships are for so that kind of that's the only reason I bring this up you know the one guy I want to give too much credibility to but when you listen to that okay you know I'm I'm open to it you're on mute Pete Thank you, Dan. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, a compelling story, and that's what that's what it uh, you have to kind of take it as. And uh, back to your earlier point, someone needs to get down there and start documenting this much closer and getting it out there. Uh, you know, part of me feels that 
uh, it should be easy enough, right? Yeah, a telephoto lens or even just a good good camera to get something. But um, the the more of these uh, accounts pop up, you know, the more attention I'll pay to it. But let's let's start uh, get get some folks out there and and putting some stuff out there for everybody to see. Yeah, exactly. So let's go into, I got a video clip here of one of the, this is actually OAN, one of the, one of the only reporters that actually, actually asked real questions in the news briefings. So I'll bring this on screen. Like she's going to ask about, is there any other operations going on to Trump? And then he will, uh, by the way, this reporter, all I can say is... Oh, yeah. Is it beyond narcotics? Are there other illicit activities that well, you... Well, there, are, there are the activities of human trafficking, and especially with respect to women. And uh, as you know, fortunately, it's mostly women. And it's well, a horrible thing. It's a horrible thing. And there's never been a time like it. And it's because of the Internet. And this is all over the world. But... For the most part, they're coming through in this country. They're coming through the southern border, but we're hitting them very hard. They have uh, tremendous illegal trafficking in women and children uh, also, but mostly in women. And it's illegal, and it's horrible, and it's disgraceful in things that are absolute disgrace. And we're trying to knock them out, and we're knocking them hard. And again, I want to thank the president of Mexico, because he has really stepped up to the 27,000 soldiers. They've never had any. So there you go. Human trafficking. And finally, they ask a real question, somebody, and there it is right in the press briefing room. Yeah, What's that's interesting. On? No mention of uh, tunnels under New York City, though. That's the thing, though. I mean, if real porters ask that question, that they should even ask about Q and stuff. See what Trump, I would love to see what he does. Oh, you know, he doesn't hold his mind back, that's for sure. He, but, he'll talk he's thinking that kind of makes me wonder if the, why wouldn't the fake news do that like they always want to push this stuff oh there's this conspiracy theory uh, do you know anything about it and then he could just say oh i don't know anything about it or whatever and then he could give a q handshake or whatever but or sure. yeah right <laughs> <laughs> then those that know will know right so that, yeah, that kind of, you know, maybe that lead, leading into more of the children there. So now I got a clip of Dr. Burks with the deaths on China and how these numbers are kind of, well, well, this numbers are really fudged. <laughs> she doesn't really admit it there until Trump points it out. So I think he does a good job of pointing this out to her. Spain, for example, has a mortality rate that is nearly four times that of the United States. But you don't hear that. You hear we have more death. But we're a much bigger country than any of those countries, by far. So when the fake news gets out there and they start talking about the United States as number one, but we're not number one. China's number one, so you understand. China's number one by a lot, not even close. They're way ahead of us in terms of death. Not even close. You know it. I know it, they know it, but you don't want to report it. Why? Uh, you'll have to explain that. Someday I'll explain. It. <laughs> um, and we have lost. So that was there. So this now Dr. Burks came on. Now she's got a graph here on screen. This is mortality deaths per hundred thousand population. 
So the most deaths is Belgium with 45%. For 45 deaths <laughs> per 100,000. I don't know why I said that. Yeah, way less than 45%. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that doesn't sound right. Uh, and move the decimal place three places back. I think 0.04%, I think that would come out to. Or is it 0.0? Yeah, 0.04%. Anyway, yeah, Spain at 42, and then USA is at 11. Now, China has their number on here at 0.33, which is BS. Yeah, I don't believe that one second. But that's the thing that was funny about this is Dr. Burks was going to let this go through. Not say anything about it, but then Trump points it out here. Of Americans, and we pray and hope for each one of them that are in the hospitals and the excellent care. What did this graph illustrates? So you can see our case fatality rate is about half to a third of many of the other countries. Excuse me. Is anybody really believe this number? I put China on there so you could see how basically unrealistic this is. Uh-huh. Does anybody believe this number? Uh, yeah, I, I would ask the big question. This is why the reporting is so important. And I think you remember... That's, yeah, that's definitely why it's, it's so important. She conceded that that number was kind of BS, man. Well, this is another thing, too, that we got to ask is maybe Trump's doing this to shine light on Dr. Burks and Fauci of how they're just, they don't. It's the agenda. They're yeah, just taking, they're just pushing the agenda. Agenda, yep. Okay, well, I want to get to Dr. Scott Jensen. He's a senator from Minnesota, and he talks about how a lot of these deaths have been misdiagnosed because of obviously... You got some big money, folks. Said, I think is critically important. Can you repeat what you said, please? Well, last Friday, I received a seven-page document told me that if I had an 86-year-old patient that had pneumonia but never tested for COVID-19, but sometime after she came down with pneumonia, we learned that she had been exposed to her son who had no symptoms, but later on was I. COVID-19, that it would be appropriate on the death certificate, COVID-19. Now, we've not done that. Someone has pneumonia after in, in the middle of a flu epidemic, and I don't test on influenza. I don't diagnose influenza on the death certificate. I will say uh, this elderly patient sure. died of pneumonia. I, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I, I part this right now as you're telling me this. You're, you're a doctor. Why in the world would they be sending you out information? fill out death certificates, whether the person's been diagnosed with COVID-19 or not, but then to say in the death certificate, this person's death was caused by COVID-19. That, that does not sound right to me. I went to the person in our office death certificate over the last you know, 10, 20 years, and I said, does this sound right? I had her look at the documents that I printed off, and she said, well, we've always been told that you always put down just facts. You don't put down any probability. You don't put any presumptions down. It's just what you know. And so this is concerning, and, and it actually gets to your point. When we start talking about data that goes into the modeling, we have to ask ourselves a question. Are we being forthright? Are we sharing with the public? Minnesota, North Dakota, we don't need having it sugar-coated. We want to know but, what's going into your modeling. But with that being said, why would they want 
skew the number of deaths due to COVID-19? Well, it's a great way to control people. And I worry about that. I worry that sometimes we're so darn interested in just jazzing up the fear factor. Jazz it up. Yep. That's crazy. Uh, Creative Goddess had a great point in the in the chat that I'm trying to type, pay attention to, type response to. Uh, I'm just going to say it. You are right on. They can uh, these hospitals. They mark it down as COVID. They can get more money from these government handouts that are coming out. You know, and uh, I don't know if it's like where you're at, but apparently hospitals are losing money these days. Um, I. I it blows my mind with the the cost of healthcare and stuff, how hospitals are losing money and can't pay people. But anyway, um, yep, they're going to turn to where they can get the money. So uh, C-19 cause of death it is. Yeah, there's a, yeah, another thing in the chat too about why not firing Fauci. You know, this is like a good way to expose them, let them talk and just show them for what they are. And I, this is why I think, um, you know, if the, the uh, white hats ain't gonna do the three days of darkness. They're they're gonna play the long game with this and just slowly expose it over time. Yeah, if for people like you and I and everybody else watching this channel, this is a a slow thing. And believe mm -hmm. me, I've been banging my head against the wall. I just want it to be over with and be done. But you know, they want to do the slow um, slow disclosure about all this stuff. So now uh, I have another clip from that doctor audio only that I'll play here about hospitals getting big money to diagnose it as COVID. Oh, there we go. If I admit a patient to the hospital and they're on Medicare and they have just routine pneumonia for a diagnosis, the hospital will get a lump sum payment called a DRG and it'll be about $4,600. If I admit that same patient and I attach COVID-19 to the pneumonia diagnosis, then it goes from $4,600 to $13,000 dollars for that admission regardless of whether the patient's in a hospital for three days or 13 days if during that hospitalization i put the patient on a ventilator for a period of time then the payment goes from thirteen thousand dollars to thirty nine thousand thirty nine thousand that's, that's a big payment <laughs> you're not going to see many outstate hospitals get access to those kind of dollars so there you go Yep, follow the money. Somebody's on it. Hey, let's get this guy in a ventilator right away so we can get more money. Like, well, why don't we just kill him while we're at it so we can get more money too? Yeah, you know what sucks about that, Dano, is that at the end of the day, the taxpayers pay for all that money that's getting paid to them. You know, that's terrible. That's true. And I guess the, the ventilators are on a, a little higher. Uh, they cost a lot right now, but they, they, they sell it like, oh, all you have to do is get one patient on this and it pays for itself. Yeah, well, yeah, it's like sonograms and stuff and uh, MRI machines. You know, you, you get a few dozen patients on there and the damn thing's paid for. And there's uh, videos of people going to these hospitals and the ventilators are just sitting there. They ain't even used. Like they said they were going to need all these like 40,000 ventilators in New York and now they're, you know, they're sending them elsewhere because they don't mm -hmm. need them. Yeah. Which I guess it's a good thing they don't need him. So uh, let's change over to Bill Gates now. He's pushing this whole vaccine agenda here. Uh, I got a clip. So one thing to note too, he's done TED Talks. Like there's a 2015 TED Talk and I watched a little bit of this. Basically what he wanted is happening right now. He goes on all these channels. All we need to get the vaccine. This will help everybody. We can't come out until you get the vaccine. And then once you're... We got to have a tag. We got to tag everybody so we know that they've had their vaccine. What a good way to push the New World Order system. 
but uh so here he i've had a clip of him when he talks about bringing the population down he's like we gotta there's too many people but if we do a really good job on vaccines we can bring that number down this is unbelievable just the way it's said so casually i think this was that back in 2010 bill gates thank you very much for joining us on oh excuse me that was the other clip Let me bring the one up I just talked about here so I don't get off topic. Dan's probably wanting me to fill some time. <laughs> that would be oh, great. Okay. Could you do that? <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm over in the chat, typing, typing in the chat, and then my, my conversation drops off. I apologize for that. So... Uh, you know, uh, Terry uh, made a point that, that yeah, we're not going to see a vaccine anytime soon. And, you know, really with these corona-type viruses, uh, flu-type viruses, they mutate so much that the best you can hope for is, uh, like, uh, if you were to try to develop a, a vaccine, is something as good as the best flu vaccine that we've came up from. And you know what's really weird with viruses, too, is that they're not technically alive, right? They need a host, but they can meld with things around them and DNA around them they can borrow and so uh, a, a co-worker of mine the other day was talking about it and said you know uh, there's a pretty quiet bird flu outbreak in oh god where was it uh, South Carolina Georgia somewhere down there uh, a turkey farm uh, got it and they went and you know when they go in there they kill all the birds and they like you know basically sterilize the whole place but they made the point that you know if this this uh, uh, SARS two virus that causes COVID nineteen uh, finds this like bird flu type virus and then borrows some of the the deadliness because apparently if you get like bird flu there's a much higher death rate for it that we could have a much bigger problem on our hands. Um, so anyway, to Terry's point, don't hold your breath that somebody's going to come out with a with a vaccine you know you hear everybody beating the drum and donate for this and spend all this money on it um uh, unfortunately i think that uh it's here and and yeah maybe a, a vaccine would take care of some folks i don't think it would it's the golden bullet i would know i would never take it <laughs> i'll say that right now screw that not with what they should put could put in that shit so i oh, got oh, never mind Go so ahead, I, I got two clips so this first one here is when Bill Gates gets interviewed, it doesn't take him that long to say we need a vaccine. Bill Gates, thank you very much for joining us on BBC Breakfast. I just wonder if I could first ask you, how important is it now to have a global response? Well, I'd say it's critical because... The By the way, global response, global government, that's what it's all about yeah, here. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'd say it's critical because... The Critical. tools that are going to reduce deaths, the the drugs, you know, that's a global thing uh, to really? get those out. And the thing that will get us back to the world that we had before coronavirus is the vaccine. 27 seconds. 27. Only, <laughs> only took him 27 seconds to say that. <laughs> that's what he's pushing left and right. Now, yep. back to the other clip here, I have of him saying we got a too much population we can do a good job on vaccines we can bring that number right on down now the world today has 6.8 billion people that's headed up to about 9 billion now if we do a really great job on new vaccines healthcare, reproductive health services we could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15 percent uh -huh. but there we see an increase of uh, about 1.3 
What do you think, Pete? You can do a really good job. You can, <laughs> yeah, if you infect them with something and kill everybody off, I'm sure you could. Yeah, well, you know, maybe the coronavirus is a test run for that, right? I mentioned earlier, maybe this uh, this social distancing is a test run. Maybe the virus itself is. Who knows? Well, there, there's a clip out there, too. I didn't have it um, taken out, but uh, Dr. Fauci saying that Trump was going to have to deal with a pandemic before. Oh. oh, really? Yeah. I guess I should have clipped it, but it was, yeah, he knew it was coming. And yep. he's doing exactly what he has to do by Bill Gates. Bill Gates, and they ask him, "Do you are you talking to Trump?" It's like, no, I'm not, because he can act like all high and mighty or whatever, like he's yeah. below him. But he doesn't need to. He's got Fauci and Doctor Burks in there to pull the strings. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, they're moving his agenda along, as we mentioned earlier, right? There's a patent here too that Microsoft just filed. This is some like crazy, crazy shit here. So Microsoft's New Mark of the Beast technology is patent 060606. Oh my god. The whole patent number is WO slash 2020 slash 060606. So it's like they want to sit here and be these like devilish people and put it right in your face. That's what this is all about, putting it right in your face. Now this is the patent that when they put this in your body, you know, it could be through a vaccine or whatever. That it's going to mm -hmm. tr track you, number one. But number two, they want to tie it to a cryptocurrency as well. So you, they can track your movements. You know you're doing what you're supposed to do. You go this way, you do you that. Put your thumb on a pad and you can pay for your coffee. And I mean, in a uh, way, uh, I don't know. In a way, we kind of get. In it. Go ahead. No, I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm over here talking to myself. Go ahead. Exactly. I. I get fired. I Dano. I get fired up, and then I start making these comments out of the side of my mouth. I forget that we're doing a live show here. So. No, I would say make them just just put them right out. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. So the good news is here that is that not everybody's buying this Kool Aid. There's actually a couple petitions here to the White House to look into the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. So this one says we call for an investigation into the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation for medical malpractice and crimes against humanity. This one has 428,000 signatures already. You only need 100,000. You're supposed to get a, a response at 100,000, but uh, I've seen some that haven't gotten responses. So I don't know what the deal is with that. But again, this is about good news here that not everybody's buying this crap. We're sick of the Bill Gates. Melinda Gates is even worse. When you watch videos of her, she just looks like she just wants to suck everybody's blood out. <laughs> And then here's another one. Uh, Stop ID 2020 investigate Bill Gates asset stocks and companies. This one's only at 44,000. But again, I want to give some good news here that not everybody's falling for this. People are being proactive about it. Uh, the question is, when it comes down to the road here, what are we going to do when they say, all right, you can't move unless you have a tag in you saying that you got vaccinated and you're clear. Mm -hmm. I think I'll just say, screw you and... Uh, you know, call it a day. <laughs> hey, Dano, have you seen the movie Contagion yet? I was going to watch that one day and I never did. Okay. Yeah. We, uh, we rented it on Amazon a couple weeks ago. It's, it's kind of interesting. It's very similar to the situation we're in only it's a little more blown up. And then they have these, this wristband, mm. uh, you know, kind of protocol to let people travel that if, if you have a wristband, you've been vaccinated. So anyway, the, and that was, I can't remember how many years ago now, seven years ago, nine years ago that was released i can't remember but it's got it the the 
Hollywood. But even so, I don't think a, a band's going to be good enough because you could just put it on and off. They want to put this like right in your body. And with smart dust, oh, yeah. if yeah. you ever looked into smart dust, ladies and gentlemen, that stuff is so small that you can put it right in a vaccine. It's not. It's it's smaller than that grain, uh, grain of rice microchip that they developed. It's it's just basically like dust. What's it called again? Smart dust. Smart dust. You put that in huh. the search engine, you'll get your mind blown. Oh, that's all I need after watching that Out of Shadows video. <laughs> and that's the thing, too. To you, can, it's already in pieces. you can put two and two together. Uh, there's rumors that they throw this shit up in uh, chemtrails. Spray it out of there. Close and you just breathe it in. You're already tagged. And then you can you can take stuff to, you know, get the metals out of your body that they probably want to try to counteract with a vaccine or whatever. But yep. Yeah, there's probably ways to, like, kind of cleanse yourself or flush yourself, if you will. Um. Speaking of chemtrails, do you, have you seen any after everything's been shut down? Maybe it's not essential? <laughs> uh, you know, I, I've seen, I think, two airplanes in a month, and both of those were like single engine, like looks like they just took off from the local airport or somebody's back farm. Uh, around here, like get people every now and then have little tiny airstrips on their back fields and stuff, you know? Oh, yeah, sure. You know, and they weren't anything you know commercial or military or anything like that oh i saw a couple helicopters um buddy of mine said that he saw a drab green helicopter flying around didn't know what that was about but um that's it nothing like i it was a month and a half ago it's crazy uh creative goddess in the chat said that she still sees chemtrails ah as as many creative goddess uh or you just noticing some or do you, no no downtick in your neck of the woods and oh. sean i have not watched the fall cabal documentary series i will put that in the list. <laughs> she's got another good point right here and i want to mention this because i never, i didn't mention this either in the damn chat tonight this is so great creative goddess says if bill can't save your computer from getting a virus why just train with your body that's exactly what i wanted i forgot all about that that's such a great yeah. point the freaking I say this all the time. Windows operating system is just shit. And I, I'm yeah. not afraid to say. Uh, yep. Back Speaking of chat, Terry just got dinner to deliver. Terry, tell us what you're eating. Anyway, continue, Dan. So this here is an interesting letter I found. So this is to Alex Azar. He is the Secretary of Health and Human Services for Trump. Now, this is really interesting because when we're talking about vaccines, I guess Trump signed an uh, executive order where you can't use fetal tissue for vaccines. Now, this is, I want to read this letter here. Oh, really? So it says, Dear Secretary Azar, we write to ask you immediately, we write to ask you that you immediately waive the restrictions on research with human fetal tissue which are preventing federally funded scientists from advancing important studies that could potentially prevent, treat, or cure the 2019 novel coronavirus disease. You have repeatedly stated that your agency is doing everything you can to develop vaccines and treatments for novel coronavirus. However, in June 2019, your agency banned all intramural research using human fetal tissue and placed new restrictions on the uh extra mural research including review okay i'm gonna skip through some of that stuff but basically there folks he did an executive order you can't use human fetal tissue i know i stumbled across that when i tried to say that you can't use human fetal tissue to make these vaccines 
And these three congressmen are be are begging them to allow it. So we got Jared Huffman from California, and we got Jan Schakowsky from Illinois, and Diana the Getty from Denver. So they signed this. And again, there's so much crap in these vaccines. You would think if you just look at the label, you're like, this is disgusting. But they needed this so they can have it the the proper cells for it to take to humans. Sure, right? It's just, uh, Dano, it's very similar. I mean, apparently uh, young children and fetuses uh, have, are, have all sorts of great stuff for our DNA. You know, they harvest the adrenochrome on one end and then the the fetal tissue on the other to, to heal us when we're sick. So, I don't know if I wanted to play this clip here. It's kind of off topic. I can save that for another episode. So, there was a, a uh, rumor in Michigan. Well, not really a rumor. There's some of their crazy laws here in Michigan. This is from the governor. This is Gretchen Whitmer. Like, when you think of a, like a pandemic shutting things down, like, well, what should you let people do? This says right here, residents can go kayaking, boating, sailing, or canoeing, but can but not in motorized pontoon boat or anything that would require a trip to a gas station. So if oh, you want to go out there, but you have to go to the gas station to fill up your boat, you know, you can't do that. You also can't mow your lawn or hire someone else to do it. You can't travel to take care for an elderly relative, but not to visit friends or go to second. It's just a lot of this micromanaging yeah. stuff. And it says you can't go for a walk in a park. Or you can go for a walk in a park, but not go golfing. That That is surprising to me that you can't go golfing. They started, I think Wisconsin just opened up golf courses, to be honest with you. They closed the state parks and then opened up the golf courses. So that, yeah, because you're spread out. I mean, it's not like you need to be, I'm not a golfer or anything, but. Yeah, you know, it makes sense. You know, you're going to, but, you know, groups of four, maybe eight. So, okay. I wanted to, so have you heard about this? I actually pulled this last clip here before this, this show today. What we're doing in Wisconsin about things. At all, Pete? <laughs> no. What? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I, I was reading enough. the damn chat. I was reading the damn chat. See, the again. chat is distracting. It is. It totally is. I get. I get over there, and I'm trying to catch up, and then I forget. I forget you're talking. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very yeah. much. Yeah. No. Up. I'm sorry. What's yeah, the matter? Yeah. Sorry, Dan. It's not. It's not you. I'm just. I'm trying to keep comments going in the section and make. Uh, and acknowledge there's a, I said this earlier but there's man there's some clever stuff being said in chat tonight so that's great yeah we got 60 in here right now thank you guys for joining us yeah. much appreciated this uh yeah. go ahead I was gonna say yeah having some fun so keep it rolling so this clip here is Stephen Moore and he uh he's a advi economic advisor to Trump let's play this he's uh organizing something in Wisconsin that's actually going on today, but this is from before. You know, we're going to see a lot more of those. In Ohio, we saw more protests today. I'm working with a group in Wisconsin wants to do a drive-in. 
you know, you remember the this is going to be a drive-in. They're going to shut down the Capitol. Shh, don't tell anybody. But they think they can get 1,500 people to come in. And uh, this is great. Uh, you guys will so We have one big donor in Wisconsin. I'm not going to mention his name. And I told him about this. He said, Steve, I promise I will pay the bail and legal fee for anyone interested. So this is a great time, gentlemen and ladies, for civil disobedience. We need to be the Rosa Parks here and protest against these government injustices. I, I... <laughs> so uh, I that was actually going on today now after all this. And quite interesting. They actually did have quite a bit of people there. If I can find the damn clip, I'm always good at not having... You got that huge screen over there, Dan. Don't you have a window pulled up somewhere? I got before? too many windows. That's <laughs> the problem. <laughs> okay, here it is. Uh, we'll... Uh, is there, the the um, reporter even says a couple interesting things here at the end, but it's very... Quite a bit of people here. So this is down now in the Madison. The home order does prohibit people from gathering... However, we don't know if there will be any punishment for people gathering today. Yesterday in a press conference, Governor Tony Evers was asked about the protest and he said that he supports the First Amendment, but he's asking that people be cautious today. So quite a bit of people here, I would say it's well over 1,500 that he quoted. And there was actually a uh, Ron Paul sign that I was glad to see. Yeah. But yeah, this is in Madison, Wisconsin, folks. For those listening, it's quite a bit of people. How much would you say, you know, looking off the bat here, Pete? Oh boy, here, let me pop this up a little bit. I was trying to think um, you know, I try to I try to count like 10 heads and then see how many sections of 10 heads I have. But there's got to be at least 1000 people right there. Here's a little closer up there of the go, steps. Yeah. So count 10 people out. You know, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and then start laying that block down. You know, and there's you know forty or fifty blocks of ten people that I'm we're looking at there, and you keep going, so double it, so there's a hundred, there's your thousand people right there. So it'd be interesting to see the count. Now here at the end is interesting because the reporter talks about a per needing needing a permit to protest. Somebody asked, why aren't Capitol Police arresting these protesters without a permit? Uh, I shared earlier, we are still unsure as to if there will be any punishment for um, this gathering without a permit. Uh -huh. Madison Police are staying on the outskirts as of right now. I don't like that. Why? How did that happen ever? I, I, you know, Dan, I don't know. That's, you know, classic. Uh, you're taxing somebody for their right to assemble. That's... That's ridiculous. I I don't know how that would ever, how that ever got to be any either. Dan, Classic we, we let that one slip through our fingers. Yeah, it's slowly by slowly. It's like you can't gather here, and then all of a sudden, oh, if you're going to be gathering in this area, you got to have a permit. But it's like, what happened? A permit? Ever since I've heard that, it's like it does not make any sense. Mm -mm, no, excuse not me, not something like that. Uh, okay, so. I think we went to an hour. I think I'm going to play one more clip here to play us out. Well, I mean, we'll find out. We'll uh, finish up on it and then we'll... I don't want to go over it too long for people. So this is really interesting. 
Um, the way Trump talks on this one is like he's le he's going to be like stepping down. This was a really weird clip that was uh, Pete's a little excited about that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm reading the comments again. <laughs> You're reading the comments. Yeah. What did sorry. I just say? I. What did I just say? <laughs> You're reading the comments again. <laughs> oh. All right, Dan's gonna be. You know, folks. Uh, when we're done with this show, I'm gonna hear it from Dan. You're relying so. on me to hold up the boat, and there's yep. a lot of ums and ums, and I don't like using ums and ums. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm gonna but hear about it. But it's I better than to... dead space. I know that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm keeping. I'm keeping the damn chat rolling. It's it. It's been a great chat tonight, man. I I like it. So I wish somebody else was in my this seat. I'd just be playing in chat. Okay, so this is a clip of Trump saying the way he's saying it, it sounds like it's really weird. Like almost like he's gonna like step down or he's gonna have to like it's been an honor and. Mm. So I'm gonna play this clip and pay close attention here, folks, and see what you think. Our decisions, all of us. We talk about it all the time. I said, you want to let him just, you just ride it. You just ride it right through. We would have lost potentially millions of people. Now, it would have been unsustainable. It would have been impossible to do. And uh, the American people have been so disciplined. It's been my honor to be their president. I've said it before. I'll say it again. I'll say it always. It's been, it's been my great honor to have been their president. And, uh, I have a big decision coming up, and I only hope to God that it's the right decision. But it'll be based on um, the input from a lot of very talent, talented people, very smart people, and people that love our country. Thank you all very much. Thank you. Thank you. What do you get out of that? Well, he, I think he's being dramatic a little bit, but... Um... You know, he's he's I think he's hedging his bets that if he for whatever reason tanks before November, he can say, well, I decide I'm not running again. You know, I don't think that's going to be the case. Um, but, you know, he's a showman in a sense, too. Right. Keeps people guessing. Yeah, that's I guess it keeps you interested now yeah. before, you know, just reanalyzing it right now as we did it live. Now I'm kind of thinking that it might just be into making the decision to open up the country. It could be something as simple as that. Yeah, oh, yeah, right. You're absolutely right. I didn't even like, you know, again, I kind of got these clips from people that kind of hype up their YouTube videos. So I just take some clips from there because I thought it was interesting. But now that I sit and analyze it a little bit, yeah, it could be that he's got to make a decision of uh, when to open up and all that good stuff. So, yeah. Okay, so we do have a uh, an email from someone. I'm going to save that for a different episode. And we can go through. Did you watch that clip, Pete? Uh, oh, yes, I sure did. Okay, I sure we'll, did. we'll so talk you about tune it. In because it was, yeah, I'm not even going to tip my hat, but it was pretty interesting. And then you have a sh good show coming up. Yeah, it's it's going to be quick fire, but uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I'll, I'll share the topic. It's coming up in a couple of weeks, but it's it's about unauthorized and unethical medical experiments in the United States, and it will it'll make you make you kind of wonder exactly what's going on i couldn't believe the the, the sheer numbers of it definitely so we're going to talk about that talk about what it means and where we're at right now and we're actually going to film these ahead of time so we'll be sitting in the same rooms 
Uh, we do this to get some in the bank and whatever else, but the whole thing where some people I saw in the chat too, they were wondering if we're just social distancing. No, we would have been in the, in the studio and yeah. had everything going, but the background lights are being used elsewhere. So I got to do what I got to do. This interest, this uh, background, well, actually both of our backgrounds are uh, more interesting than what you would have saw in the studio had I, uh, we did it out there. Cause without lights, without lights on the uh, studio, it it's not good. It's not inviting like it is. It's just dull. But you got yeah, you got some antlers back there. You want to tell a little story about yeah, that? Yeah, here, let me show let me show them to the crew. Let's go over there. Uh, that's a ten point buck I shot. You know, down them in the woods here a couple years ago. So, uh, it's I'm amazed that that the that the the at home boss, the old lady, if you will, allows me to have them. Uh, in the house, but she does. And, uh, you know, for those astute uh, viewers, you'll notice on the next couple episodes that will be different. So. Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> well, it takes just a second. So it's not a big deal. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, thank you for joining us. Don't forget to give a thumbs up in the chat. I'm reading it right now or in the, on the video, I guess this will be after the fact for a lot of people. So appreciate the support and we'll see you guys later. Bye-bye. Take care folks. See ya.